Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Dan Peterson and our special guest, Jamie Weisler. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company, and a six-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, four-time winner of the, or sorry, five-time winner, four-time, what, a five-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London and a two-time winner of the St. Thomas Elgin Weekly News Reader's Choice Award and presenting sponsor of the 2018 World Financial Group Continental Cup held in London on January the 11th to the 14th with single-game tickets going on sale November 9th. So if you want to buy uh, to one draw, you can buy them on November 9th. And presenting sponsor of the London Knights radio broadcast on, let me read this, Global News Radio 980 CFPL. I got that one right the first time. That's good. (laughs) But we thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But most important, the phone lines are open, so give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Don't wait. Give us a call. Now, we got some exciting news that came into our family. Uh, Sonia Knoll had a baby girl yesterday morning, Mackenzie Viola. Um, so we congratulations to Sonia Knoll and yep. Dutton has to change their sign and put one more one person, more. <laughs> one more person on the sign. But you had Dan and Lynn's here. Welcome, Lynn. Yep. Uh, you had a new arrival to your family. We did. The Last week, our son was married to a great girl, Stephanie Coe, in uh, Arizona. And they were on the radio around Christmas last yes. year. They were. Yes, they were home, and uh, we had them here, yes. So hopefully they're coming this Christmas. They can make it an <laughs> annual tradition. No, We'll have to get them to call in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. And, Jamie, you were down there, yep. as, as I, I, I guess you're now an MC well, that you're for hire. Is apparently, that? yes, yes. yes. I, I work for cheap, though. Do you? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I hear you did a good job. Dan was yep, mentioning. He did a great he job. Tried hard. It's not as easy as it sounds. Now, <laughs> my real question is: Did did you guys pick all the music that was played after? You know, because Jamie, you still your neck's a little sore yeah. from that gold medal. From the gold medal, no, no. They hired a DJ. They hired a professional. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And did you have to go up and say, "Listen, you, you know, I'm telling you, I got a gold medal in this. You need to pick this." No, song. he looked like he knew what he was doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You called him on his on his smartphone to request. You didn't write it oh, out right. on a slip of paper. Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. That's it's high tech. Yeah. Way too high tech for me. <laughs> I'd still be writing it on a paper yeah. and taking it up. And, well, that's good. Well, I'm glad. Welcome to the family. Yeah, and uh, you know, we we'll look forward whenever they're down. They're welcome to come in, and okay, we can uh, have them on the radio. And by the way, I did finish in second last place in the song, so my song won't be played. But Dan finished uh, first here. Yeah. Congratulations, you know, Dan. So you're doing very well. Now, we have this today is set back your clock day. Yes. So we're going to fall back. But we also want you to make sure you don't forget to set back your thermostat because right. a lot of people don't. But we want you to change the batteries in your smoke detector, your CO detector, and your thermostat. Yes. Now, Lynn brought up a good point, which 
I guess we can add this to it. <laughs> Flip your mattress, too. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. <laughs> Catherine, if you're listening, can you do that, please, before I get home? <laughs> yeah. So, Lynn, I had never heard that, but it's now, you know, set back your clock or fall back and flip your mattress down. So. It used to be like 10 minutes worth of work, and now it's turning into like four hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and if you haven't covered your air conditioner, you need to get the winter cover yes, on, and true. you need to shut the water off to the your outside, outside tap. And, yep. you know, so, yeah, it's a full day. Get your leaves picked up, you know, yeah. before the rain comes. So, there's lots of, lots of work to be done. Um, but with the CO, I, I heard a, a, a gentleman or a fireman say it. If, if I could say to you, you could spend 30 to $40 and save your family's life, would you spend it? Well, they certainly should. Yeah. And then certainly should. he said, then buy a CO detector. Yeah. And I thought that yeah. is kind of a good way to say yeah, it. Absolutely. And this yeah. is CO awareness week. So That's we want, right. uh, you know, anybody has a question on CO, uh, you know, it is very important that you have one. It is now law that you have a CO detector outside every bedroom. Yes. Now, Lynn, let me ask you a question. Where did Dan snore last night? <laughs> there were two places. <laughs> two places? Okay. So the first place was on the couch? Okay. So if, like Dan, if you fall asleep on the couch, that's a bedroom. So you need a CO detector in that area. So that's we, a good point ha- we have one there, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so because that's I fall asleep on the couch all the time, and the same thing, you know, if that is where you're going to fall asleep, you need to have a CO detector in that area to to and it, and it wasn't because the Knights weren't playing very good last night that you fell asleep. Dan? <clears throat> uh, no, no, it's just uh, <laughs> just it's, age I, thing. Oh, well, it's just re- <laughs> no, it's the Arizona time. I'm oh. still recovering from that. Well, and it's. <laughs> You and know, Jamie too. Yes. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> said for every hour of difference is a day. And I thought, oh, what are you talking about? But when I came back from Beijing and there was like 12, 13 hour difference, yeah. I was a couple of weeks before yeah, I, I fell back. That. I can believe that. Yeah. yeah. Back to normal. For sure. Yeah. Look at all this information we're giving out this morning. <laughs> Flip your mattress, you know, if you're flying. Oh, we were supposed to talk about heating, air, and plumbing? Is that, is that what this show's about? Just loads of information this morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll get to the heating, air, okay. and plumbing questions. But you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Was a Dan song, a family affair, Sly and the Family Stones, and there's songs this week were to do with family. So, uh, congratulations, Dan. Lynn yeah. helped me with that one. Yeah. Well, thanks. We could tell. <laughs> I think uh-huh. Lynn helps a lot with those songs. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, usually when Lynn's involved, you finish higher. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a couple of questions that came in. One was from Adam. Says I haven't used my outside tap, uh, but it has been turned on for the summer. Do I need to winterize it? Yes, definitely. Just because you haven't used it doesn't mean that that isn't charged full of water, and uh, 
has a chance of freezing. So you still have to turn it off and drain it like you normally would. Now, what's the biggest flaw people do with their outside taps that causes them problems? Don't mention mine. Okay, causes, I won't. Causes problems. <laughs> well, a lot of people turn it off and think that it's fine. But if you turn it off and don't drain it, it still has that water in it. And then it could split. And then when you do turn it back on in the springtime, it's going to leak all over the place. And you wouldn't know that it was split until you turn it back on. Is that, I told you not to talk about my <laughs> – <laughs> you know, just because I had a shower when I turned it on. That was. But there was very heavy frost last night yes. also. So it is time for people to start thinking about that. And you need to take that hose off. Right. Yes, you do. You can't. You know, a lot of people turn it off and then they leave the hose on. Yeah, don't leave the hose on because that just keeps the water from draining out properly. And the next thing you know, you do have a freeze because of that hose, especially with your – if you have a an outside hydrant that they say will stop that from happening. But if you leave a hose on, then it cannot drain itself. Right. And the next thing you know, it will freeze also. And you should, you know, I always roll my hose out, try to get it on a little yep. bit of a slope yep. and get all the water out of that hose. Yes. You know, it will expand in the hose. That's right. But That's we, right. But we want to get it out. If it has a place to expand to, you're fine. If you have your hose off and it's laid out, it will expand. But it will not if you leave it on and you leave the hose end on. Now, Jamie, you're Dan's neighbor, right? Yes. So, so you see Dan doing this, right? No. No, you don't. No. <laughs> no. No, I have not seen Dan do that as of yet. It's on the other side of the house. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure he does do that. I see yeah. him walking back to the shed, so I, I think that's what he's doing, taking the, the outside stuff in. And, yeah. then, and a lot of houses now have two taps, right? Like yes. one at the front of the house, yeah. one yeah. at the back? that's very common now. And what's the little – on some of them they have, I want to call it, looks like a, a tire – um, what do you call valve stem yes. cap on yes. them? That, yes, that will be brass most likely. Right, that's a vacuum breaker. Okay, and uh, that's that's code that you have to have that on your outside tap now. And if you have that on your outside tap, there's one that's on the top that's a cap. You don't have to worry about it. And sometimes you'll see a little stem sticking out of the bottom of of where you attach your hose when you turn it off open the tap and pull that little stem down a little bit and that will allow a lot of the water to come out because okay. it will want to shut itself back off again. Okay. So definitely it is time. We're, it definitely We is. were two degrees. We started yeah. washing the trucks inside today. Well, so that tells me winter yes. is here. We're getting yes. There. Yes. Yeah. Um, now Barb sent in a, a email, said, notice that my enamel steel basin has started to chip. Is there anything I can put on that or do I have to get a new basin? Now, most likely chipping is because something's been dropped. Yes. Or And it's even porcelain. Some of the porcelains will chip too. They will, but the chances – the porcelain doesn't seem to chip the same way. Um, the steel enamel basins, you can get touch-up enamel um, as long as you know what color the, the company that made it. You can get touch-up enamel. But usually if it's something that has – that can be caused by the overflow, water builds up in the overflow, sits in there, starts to rust, and it starts to pop the enamel. 
Okay. If that's the case, you have to change the basin. And you can usually tell because it's not just one little chip. You'll start to see lines running from the overflow to the drain. And that'll tell you that it's starting to rust underneath. Open up your vanity cabinet, take a look underneath. You'll see rust starting to crust on there. Now, to order that enamel, you you know, is you can't pick it up at a big box store. It's probably something that has to be ordered. It from probably them. that's right. It yeah. probably is something that's going to have to be ordered. I they may have something at the big box store, but to get the exact color match that you want, um, you should order it for sure. And you can probably go on Mister Google and put in your brand and yes, and and white isn't white. There's white, no. <laughs> there's bone, there's – I found that out. You there's, taught me well, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> there's antique white, there's linen, there's crane white, American standard white. There's there's many different whites on the market. Good. Yeah. Now, I should ask, Dan, Dan would have had to do a speech, Dan and Lynn. Yes, had to they do did. A, and how, how was his speech? Uh, Lynn wrote a very nice speech for did Dan. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> she did. And Dan delivered it very yes. well? Yeah, did a very good job. No tears? Um, Lynn was a little bit choked up. I could yeah. see that. Dan yeah. had uh, a little bit in his throat there as well. Yeah. But uh, it was an emotional yeah. time. They're quite proud parents. Yeah. yeah. Should it be. Was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I certainly was. Um, we... We like to think that we raised a good boy and uh, he's he's done everything we've asked and we're very emotional. Yeah. Well, yeah. and he's a plumber. And he's so a plumber, we know. Yes. And he's a plumber. Got to so. be a good boy. <laughs> yeah. <and he's> a <laughs> plumber. <laughs> no, and you did. Brent's yeah. <laughs> uh, excellent, excellent plumber and an excellent person, which is yeah. more important. Yes. Yep. We, we're going to be talking in, on November 9th at 7 a.m. at the BBB Breakfast for the Integrity Awards. Okay. And my talk yeah. is, is, is there integrity in sport? You yes. Know, we, we could say Ben Johnson. We could talk about Lance Armstrong. Mm-hmm. So really, is there integrity in sports? But a lot of it is about a moral compass. Yes. And I would say he's got a moral compass. Yes, son, absolutely. So, yeah, you absolutely. know, that's, that's when you can tell people are really – True to their word, true to what they'll yes. do, uh, not just like saying it for sponsorship or saying it to to try to move up in the right. standings versus saying it because that's truly who the people are. Yes. So that's important. That, that's truly the same thing as we are in business too. It is. Right? Yeah. And the moral compass sets us in that line. Yeah. Exactly, Jamie. Yeah. And that's what a lot of the talks are going to be. It's going to be sports, but then I'm going to look and say – it's the same thing in business. Yeah. You yeah. know, if if you have a good moral compass, you're gonna you can do that in sport. You and will in excel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is life. Yep, yeah, it is for sure. Um, so the one other question is that came in says, "Can you install a water heater for me that I purchased elsewhere?" And that's kind of a tricky question. That is a tricky question. Um, we can install it. Now we have to put what for code? We have to put a mixing valve on for code. Yeah. And uh, that's to keep uh, people from being burnt. Um, too many times the water temperature has been left too high and it doesn't take a lot of, uh, lot of times for that to happen before they realize that they needed to do something about it. And so that's why they brought it into the code. And then it's probably the same in your case, Jamie, that if you install somebody else's uh, water heater or yeah. transmission, Product, yeah. 
you can warranty the labor, but you can't warranty Cannot the warranty the product, no. Absolutely so, not. So they're going to put this water heater in. It breaks down. Now they got to, wherever they bought it from, got to get them to come back and yes. fix it. Yes. yes. Or they're paying you to fix it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when it all comes out in the end, the chance of money being saved in doing that is probably lost in if anything goes awry. Right. Yes. So whether yes. it be a water heater or, or transmission parts. Right. And yeah. if it's used, in our case, if it's a used water heater, we won't put it in. Right. Like I'm not putting in a used one. If it's yeah. brand new and they bought it somewhere. Now, if you bought it in the States and brought it across the border, then it's got to have the CSA standards and everything yes. on it. If it doesn't, we will not put no. it in. Uh, no. It's got to have the proper ratings. And, and the things. ratings are different south of the border? They are. Yeah. And for so, better or for worse? Worse. And they don't have as many safety devices built into them. Yeah. So, hmm. so some products is rated both. They've gone right. higher safety and it's good in Canada, but some are right. not. So. Uh, most people see that in uh, a lot of uh, electrical appliances. The, the ratings are totally different. So they may run into that quite often. Yeah. And gas fire. We see it more in gas fireplaces. Yes. People will hmm. buy a fire, see a fireplace over there and bring it across and – yeah. And then try to look at it at that point. Um, I should we should mention uh, we are at the London Health Science Center Country Classic Auction tonight. So everybody who's heading there, uh, stop by, take a look. There's going to be in the live auction a furnace, a Lennox furnace, a Lennox air conditioner, a Lennox humidifier, a Lennox filter rack, and a eye comfort thermostat. The whole package that you'll be able to bid on to have installed in your home. So yes. we've uh, we've given with Lennox. Lennox has given the product. We've given the install, and it's yes. going to be auctioned off. Uh, Nathan Crandall, our field supervisor, will be there. I understand yes. he'll be wearing a plaid shirt, some blue jeans, and some <laughs> cowboy boots. Now, <laughs> That'd I don't be know a sight to see right yeah, there, wouldn't it? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I asked for pictures, but I don't think I'm going to get them. But, <laughs> but uh, there'll be probably lots of people with that same dress. But if you see yes. Nathan, say hello to us out there, and thanks for everybody who's supporting the. Uh, London Health Science Center. So we're going to head to a break, but the phone lines are open at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. It's a little heavy song there, Jamie. You know, he ain't uh, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> and that was by the Hollies. I got to look at some of these names because these yeah. songs are going past those, those me. Are, yeah, those are going to be <laughs> yeah. old ones. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so congratulations, you know, you're still fighting for the gold medal this I'm year. trying. It's tough. You know, it's tougher now. You know, you got to, we'll be passing that medal mm, or maybe. we'll be putting it back on you. <laughs> I have to give it back up. At the end of the year. Oh, you didn't tell me that. I already, I already got it engraved with my name on it. <laughs> I did. Framed up on the wall. And <laughs> yeah. Hanging at Elgin Transmission yep. there, you know. Yeah, put it up there. <laughs> um, so Bob sent in an email, says, what is included with your duct cleaning? 
Well, there's quite a bit involved with duck cleaning. Getting the ducks clean. Getting the ducks clean. Getting, you gotta get getting them in a row first. Getting all your ducks in a row, Jamie. Yeah. I mean, that's right. <laughs> so the first thing is, is um, you know, we're going to clean the supply, which is the when you feel air coming out of a register, we call that the supply side or the supply air, and the return air is all the registers that are sucking air. Yes. So they're going to do one side at a time, but. A lot of people say, how do you price it? And you need to count all your registers, hot or cold, in the basement. If they're just a pipe sticking out of the ceiling, that's a register. And then if you're 18 or below, it's $3.99. And if you're more than 18, it's $9 every register above. But if you say you listen to the Inch by Inch Ultimate Home Comfort Show on Global News Radio 980 CFPL. Good plug. (laughs) Then you can – Tell the guy to take $50 off that price Yeah, wow. because that will tell us you're a listener. And I know we got yeah. one more listener because uh, Mackenzie Viola yes. is now listening today. <laughs> so we've added – we're increasing our listenership. So, Did but, she like you on your Facebook page? Did you get up to 500 likes yet? Or? No, we're no? four. I, I'm glad you brought that up. We are – where did that go? 462. Mm. So we moved by one in two weeks. Well, was that Was that Viola? Uh, I don't know, but, <laughs> but we need to get to that 500 before Christmas. So we got to push that. But so with the duct cleaning, we do the supply and return. Um, we do each uh, register that's at. Yeah. Now people have to remember that you know they have the registers nicely painted and they're beautiful. We have to take the screws out. Yes, and so the paint can chip and that can come off, and everyone's got to kind of understand that. Um, we can't shove it through right. and, and do a proper job. It's like an octopus. It has uh, eight or nine tentacles that spin yeah. around in the duck. And if you really want to see how it's done, if you go to royinch.com under IAQ or Indoor Air Quality Products, there's a uh, button you can hit for duck cleaning. And then you can watch. It's about a one-minute video right. that shows us right. cleaning the ducks. And it is an amazing video. It really shows what's down there, and it's it nasty. It really is. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> we always say if you move into a home and you didn't get your ducks cleaned, you're living with everybody who was in that home before. That's right. Ooh. So, yes. Yeah. And if, Ooh. if you have pets or you've had a renovation done, um, drywall dust and, and fur from uh, animals are the worst things to collect in there. And uh, it's it's well worth having done. Now you got a blue healer. Yes, they shed. Yes, they do. How many times you got a vacuum a week? Uh, at least two or three times. Really, Dan? You vacuum? <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, not at <laughs> I'm all. I'm seeing the look from Lynn. I'm thinking Lynn's doing the vacuuming two or three times a week. But I always say, how many times you vacuum? Just picture that's how much hair that gets into the duct. That you're not vacuuming up, and that's why you need to do that. Yep. I mean, with Flurry, I'm every day. Yeah, I have to vacuum every day, or I see little, you know, little. It would be look like I was down in Phoenix. Little <laughs> dust bunnies floating across the floor. These white little balls that kind of yeah. grow. But um, so I got to every day. I do it, and I I see what I throw out in the vacuum bag. Yes, and I think, okay, how's my ducks? And I get about two years, and then I got to have the duck cleaning done. But but we have seen videos. Peter, and and you've seen them many more times than I have about people that say they're duck cleaning and just make sure that if they're going to do your duck cleaning, and you'll get phone calls about it, make sure that it's uh, a local 
reputable company. Yeah. Because there's a lot of uh, misrepresentation out there. Yeah. I so. show when a new employee starts, I show the videos to them where the guy yes. is just uh, says he cut a hole. But yeah. he didn't. He just put a piece of sheet metal over. Yes. And then he sits in the basement and blows off his clothes yeah. to make it sound like he's doing duck cleaning. Yes. And then uh-huh. after an hour, he walks out and collects. Yes. And they, they had the cameras to show what he had done. And, right. You know, and I just say this this is why we got into the duck cleaning business because there was people out there not doing it properly. Right. So. But it's definitely something that needs to be done. Yes. And then check it every three to five years, more if you have pets. Um, we got a question in from Phil that said, should I have CO detectors near each of my gas appliances? And I mean, we talked a little earlier about it, but. Right, right. Um, near your sleeping areas are the most important thing, not not necessarily beside your gas appliances. Um Sleeping areas is where you're going to want to be woke up before the gas appliance. Yeah. So that's that's when you're the most vulnerable is when you're in your bedroom sleeping and that's when it's going to hit you. You'll never know what hit you and that's when you need to be woken up by that alarm is in your most vulnerable position, which is at night when you're in bed. Yeah. So – Phil, it is not by the appliance, so we don't want it by the furnace. We want it by the bedroom. Right. But you have to remember CO is colorless, odorless, and it mixes with the air. So people yes. say, should I put the CO detector at the bottom or yeah. the top? It right. really doesn't matter. It mixes. And so as long as you have it in the room, but just like uh, smoke alarms, you got to test them. Yes, you do. And, yes, and you do. there is a um, – Depending, there can be a three to eight year window of how long that alarm is supposed to be good for. That's right. Um, what I always say is when you buy it, you know the date you bought it, you look on it, see how long it's good for, and you put the date that it's going to end at That's right. on it. So when you unplug it from the wall, you can look at it and say, oh, that was no good on December 8th, 2017. Right. Now you know you need to go and get a new one. Well, that's a yes. good idea. Uh, instead of pulling it out and say, oh, this expires in five years. When did I buy that? And you have no idea when you bought it. So it, it's important. And, you know, also look at the manufacturer's date because if yes. it's been sitting on the shelf for six Which months. Which is possible. You may need to adjust that as but, well. But how do you test a CO detector? I mean, with a smoke detector, we'd light a match and wave it underneath the smoke and set the smoke detector up. Like other than pressing a button, how do you know that the CO detector is really working? Years ago, we used to, and I called it a hair net. Mm-hmm. It was a, a hair, plastic hair yeah. net we would put around a CO detector. It had a little hole. You peel a label back. We would inject like um, a tube that was like WD-40 tube, mm-hmm. and we injected CO. came in a can. You yeah. picked up the can, and you thought yeah. the thing was empty. empty. Yeah. But it came in, and we would spray it in there, and it was to alarm within two minutes. And I like the digital ones because you just see it starting yes. to climb and yes. you, you knew. But you'd sit there for two minutes and it didn't alarm and you'd just say, okay, that you one's garbage need you one. need. Yes. Then we started to say with unfortunately the liability world that we're in, yes. yep. I'm now testing it, saying it's fine. You're taking it home, plugging it in and what if it didn't happen? Yeah. 
and we went, okay, we, we yeah, have to walk away from that. So I still keep a can of it that I check my own with. Yeah. But as a homeowner. But as a homeowner, you can, all you can do is press, press the button. button. And hope that that button's functioning the way it's supposed to. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of them you can take outside and clear them back to zero and then put plug it back in and see. But uh, it, also there's a couple of different types on the market like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're we're going to talk a little bit about furnaces and HRVs, but you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Well, that is We Are Family from Sister Sledge, from our armchair quarterback, or sorry, armchair technician, Richard. Uh, so congratulations to Richard. You made the top three. Peter made the top five. That's a podium <laughs> so, finish, Richard. Congratulations. Yeah, podium <laughs> finish. Yeah, the office is dropping, though, but they got five votes. I yeah. still think they're cheating, but every time I bring it up to them, I get shot down by five voices. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so we got an email came in from Biz. We all know Biz. Yes, we all so know Biz. Love Biz. Yeah. says, I have a newer home and I've been told in the past that I shouldn't need a humidifier, especially because I have an HRV. Is that true? And how would I know or be able to tell if the HRV is removing too much humidity? So the normal way would be <laughs> what happens when you go to touch the dog? Uh, yeah. Yep. Get a shock. Yep. Could have your frizzy hair. You could. I I don't have that no, problem. You won't have that problem. <laughs> and then uh, you know dry throats, you know runny yes. noses, things like that. But the best way to tell on the humidity level is a hydrometer. Yes. And you can buy a my bought mine at the source or places like that, and it will tell you exactly what the humidity is. Yes. Um, and we want it between thirty five and forty five. Now in a newer home. You normally have too much humidity. Yes. So that's why, and thank God it's finally in the code, <laughs> that we put in an HRV that pulls that uh, stale, musty air out and brings in fresh air from outside, transfers 70 to 80 percent of the heat over so that you, you're not losing all the heat from that right. air. But if you have it cranked too high, you can dry your house out. Yes, you can. You know, you can get cracked hardwood floor, yes. cracked furniture. Yes. We say um, the hardwood floor, if it's real hardwood, and furniture and that doesn't know that it's not a tree. Yeah, That's right. You know, it's still looking for <laughs> moisture, moisture. Yes. and yeah. to keep – it thinks it's still growing even though it's not. <laughs> so that's why the humidity level is very important. But in normally in a newer home, you don't need a humidifier. But you don't want to have that HRV pulling out too much. Right. It's kind of a, a balancing act. Yeah. Um, now, in an older home, we have put in HRV for for air quality, and then have put in a humidifier for humidity. Yeah. Uh, trying to do that, but. So when you say barometer or um, hydrometer, are you talking like a barometer? So I mean, on our wall, we have a clock that has a thermometer on one corner, and then it has a humidity. 
barometer on the other side. Is that you're showing your age there? Well, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it, this is an electronic uh, that just shows the humidity level. And mine, for example, has a sensor that I can put outside to show me outdoor temperature, has indoor temperature, and it has humidity level inside. Now, I put the sensor in my back porch so that I kind of look and say, yeah, I better put my jacket on before I go to the barbecue because the back porch is cold. All right. Um, but it's just a slick little, you know, it's probably two inches wide and four or five inches high. And is that tied into your nest? No, not at all. Standalone, you can set it wherever you would like. Some thermostats will have a humidity built into yes. it, like Ecobee and iComfort, and they will control control it. Um, the challenge we're having with hydrometers or, or humidistats, the old humidistats were downstairs on the ductwork, and you had to go down when the temperature changed. So That's it was right. two degrees this morning. Yeah. You'd have to go down and adjust it. Yes. If it goes to minus five, you got to go down and adjust it. Nobody adjusted it. They no. set it at 30, 35, and they thought their house was going to be that humidity level all the time. Yeah. Never was. Hmm. So now the new ones have what's called an auto track. So we put a sensor outside so it reads the outside temperature. You set it at what you would like it in your house, and then there's a computer board that automatically adjusts it. Yeah. Now, people say, you know, they love that, and it keeps the humidity level a lot better. Right. But then they say, but it's still downstairs. You know, I'd like that upstairs by the thermostat. That's when some of these, you know, I call smart thermostats, fancy yeah. thermostats, started to incorporate it. So now th what they do is they don't have the sensor outside. They go to the internet. Oh. And they go to 980 CFPL and say, what's the temperature? And they read the temperature from the internet and then make the adjustments. So it's yeah. now using the internet to do all of those adjustments. Yeah. So it it is something that definitely um, – as, a, as the technology has improved the comfort of your home by doing it. Um, but they don't, you know, we had a questionnaire that came in from Jeff that said, do they control a furnace? Does the humidistat control a furnace? And the answer is no, it controls the humidifier. Yes. But you can get a thermostat that does both. Right. And, and again, we should mention with the thermostats, time to change your batteries in them. Now, not all thermostats have batteries. Um, you know, yeah. the Nest doesn't. Right. So you, you can't change it on that. But there is ones that will have a AAA or AA, and it's just a good time to get it changed so it doesn't, uh, the batteries don't run out. Older thermostats, the battery used to run the furnace. So yes. If the battery went out. No had, furnace. No furnace. The newer ones, the battery just keeps the program. Yeah. So that if it goes out, you don't lose, you don't have to yeah. reprogram everything. It's kind of like you don't see the flashing light on the VHS that you yeah. probably have. I still have game. one of those yeah. too, yeah. <laughs> right beside my record player. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get you in. What are we into yeah. now? Blu-rays or something? I don't uh, even yeah. know. You know or that could maybe. be old, you know. <laughs> but. What about those thermostats that had that little shiny metal in them? Little shiny metal. That mercury. Mercury. Oh, well, yeah. They don't have batteries no. if they got mercury in them. <laughs> but those are should never be thrown out for number one. If you want to just bring them to our shop. You guys we, recycle them. We have a recycle yeah. that we put them in. Um, but most of the mercury ones are within two to three degrees accuracy. Yeah. 
Well, now we're into like 0.3 of a degree accuracy with the yes. smart thermostat. So mm. yes. we now they make them like the Nest has gone round because everybody used to say, I want that round thermostat. Yep. Yep. So yep. Nest, you know, started to see that that's what people wanted and they've gone to that. Yeah. And Nest even went, when they put it against a wall, it absorbs the color of the wall. So the huh? thermostat kind of blends in. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of technology going into what thermostats are these days. But yeah. But mercury ones, do not throw them out. If that gets into a lake, that can kill a lake, and we yeah. don't want that to happen. Um, we had a, I had a call come in from Resby that said, I heard fireplaces can be a dangerous source of CO. Is there any signs I should watch for that would tell you there is something wrong and I would be have to shut it off? That's one of your most dangerous places for CO. Is a fireplace. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get, I mean, the first thing is I call it sooting or discoloration on the glass. Yeah. Um, the Unfortunately, the, the family in Woodstock that kind of now the law came um, because of them passing away was from a gas fireplace. Yes. And when they showed, the news showed that on TV, I looked at the fireplace and I said, that thing hasn't been working right because right. I could tell by the glass. Yeah. There is discoloration will go on glass, but it shouldn't be black. You right. see a white sometimes, right. Yes, but you should be cleaning that glass twice a year to keep that off. Right. But it can be as easy as somebody bunch, or bumps the fireplace and one of the logs shift by a quarter of an inch. I don't know how many millimeters that is, Yeah, <laughs> but you know, moves yeah. by a quarter of an inch. Yeah. And then it will start to set up and cause CO yeah. at that point. So it, it's definitely we recommend you should be tuning up your fireplace when you do your furnaces. Yeah, it's, a, it's a good time. time. Just get them all done at the same time and you don't have to worry about it. No. So uh, and again, if that's in a a living room where people fall asleep on the couch, yeah. Dan, <laughs> <laughs> you should – be uh, having a CO detector in there and get that tuned up. I'm glad Steve's away in Paraguay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll be hearing about that all next week. It will be nice. But well, as we come to the end of the show, we want to make sure you check out RoyInch.com for our coupons. And if you mention the Inch by Inch Ultimate Home Comfort Show on the duck cleaning, we'll give you fifty dollars off. But on our coupon, we got fifteen dollars off for a tune-up and a sixty-dollar plumbing service call. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia at 519-786-2373 or always at 1866experts or RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show by hitting the RoyInch.com button and hit the Inch by Inch button on the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. By the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. A child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way. But there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away And he was talking for I knew it And as he grew, he'd say I'm gonna be like you, Dad You know I'm gonna be like you And the cats in the tree